Welcome in, everybody. It is the Final Score Podcast. I'm Greg Swatek, sports writer here at the Frederick News Post. And we are less than a week away from the start of the winter sports season here in Frederick County. More importantly than that, we are just a couple of days away from the state football final. Unbeaten Ligonor against 11-1 Northern Calvert on Saturday night. Class 3A championship game at Navy Marine Corps Memorial Stadium in Annapolis. The Lancers uh, making their 14th appearance in the state final, going after their seventh championship, which would extend their Frederick County record, while Northern is making their first appearance in the state championship game. Normally, my colleague uh, John Cannon would be joining me in this opening segment to discuss this game, but John is enjoying a well-deserved day off. We will talk about it, however, with Ligonor's Ethan Arneson, the leading rusher in Frederick County this season, and his father, Ben, uh, the JV football coach and varsity wrestling coach for the Lancers. Uh, They will be on in a few minutes, and uh, we'll get their perspective on the game and Ethan's incredible sophomore season for the Lancers. He's rushed for more than 2,000 yards and 21 touchdowns on close to 300 carries. Uh, how surprised is he by all of that, considering he wasn't even supposed to be Ligonor's, uh running back, and their featured running back at the start of this season, and he didn't even start in the, in the first two games. Uh, he, he got uh, sparse carries in uh, Ligonor's first two games of the season. Uh, so we look forward to talking to Ethan and Ben in a couple of minutes, and uh, we'll touch on some winter sports, too. And we'll ask Ben how his wrestling team at Ligonor is shaping up this season. Uh, The game will represent a new uh, challenge for Ligonor. Northern is a team that runs a spread offense. Uh, The Lancers really haven't faced a team like that this season. They do have a common opponent in uh, Westminster. And uh, they uh, both beat Westminster uh, by... Roughly a 40-7 to seven, uh, final score. Uh, Northern's quarterback, uh, his name is Zach Krantz. Uh, he's a very good athlete and a capable passer. Uh, he started out at Northern. Uh, he transferred to DeMatha for his junior year, and now he is back at Northern for his senior season. Uh, the Patriots like to spread you out and use that run-pass option uh, to move the ball. Uh, so we'll see how Ligonor defends that. And uh, we'll see how Northern stands up against that Ligonor running game. Uh, no team has been able to do it this season. Man, the Ligonor uh, Lancers are a physical football team. They, they, they pound you to death with that running game. And uh, senior quarterback Timmy Connor is a capable passer as well. Uh, I know he had the great uh, touchdown pass to Andrew Young, who made an incredible acrobatic catch in last week's 23-14 victory over the Frederick Cadets in the 3A uh, state semifinals. And uh, while we're here, uh, uh, let's pause and give a tip of the cap to the Frederick High football team. Uh, The Cadets were in their first state semifinal since 1985. And uh, many of their key players on this team, including a junior receiver and uh, standout defensive back Trayvon Neal, and sophomore running back Tay Anderson, uh, who really came on over the course of the season. Uh, they'll be back uh, next season. Um, uh, so, the, so the future is uh, bright, or uh, seemingly bright, for uh, Frederick High football. Uh, the Cadets are a very physical team, too. They, they could beat you up. And, and, and the fact that Ligonor was able to stand toe-to-toe with them and win two 
not one, but two heavyweight battles along the line of scrimmage with him this season. That really says a lot about the Lancers and how good they are. All right, on the other side of this quick break, we'll talk to Ethan Arneson of Ligonor Football and his father, Ben. Class 3A, state final at 7 p.m. Saturday in Annapolis at Navy Marine Corps Stadium. Stay tuned for that, everyone. Well, it is time to say hello to uh, Ethan Arneson and his dad, Ben. Uh, Ethan is a terrific sophomore running back for the Ligonor football team, the county's leading rusher this season. Uh, ben, of course, is the uh, junior varsity coach uh, for the Lancers, uh, probably better known as the wrestling coach at Ligonor High School. H- how do you feel about this football season bumping into wrestling season, coach? Um, well, I've kind of come accustomed to it at Ligonor High School. Uh, they've always been in the playoffs, and you know, last four years, Coach Connors has managed to make it as far as you can. So I've been uh, kind of used to hanging on, waiting for the wrestlers to show up and, and finish up football. How many wrestlers do you have on the first day of practice, typically? Um, so this year we had uh, 19 um, that, w- that came out the uh, first day of practice. I have 12 of them that are still on the football team at the moment. Well, were the 19, that, did that include football players, or is that 19 independent of the football team? No, those are 19 independent of the football team. Um, okay. the, none of the football players come into practice and work out until they're done with football. Okay. And, when, and your first match is next week, right? Next Wednesday. So, so zero prep time for the football players. You throw you throw them right into the fire, right? Um, some of them, some of them I do. Um, some of them, you know, that aren't quite ready yet. We don't uh, like. So next week we wrestle Frederick um, on the Wednesday, and then we have a uh, the Parkville tournament that following weekend. Uh, and at the moment, the only football player that's going to go down will be uh, Chase Schultz. Yeah, well, well, Chase, you're counting on to, to do big things this year. So. We, we are, and um, actually Chase and I sat down, and uh, he his main goal for the season is to get 100 wins. Um, and with COVID season last year, it really put it, made it hard on him. Um, and we've got it broken out right now. And as long as he does his job throughout the season, uh, he should have it right at counties. Where is he right now, um, wins-wise? Well, I just texted 64. 64. Okay, so so if he has the season that we're all expecting him to have, he'll 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 be right there. Yeah. So, Ethan, how are you, my friend? Uh, I'm doing just fine. You are doing just fine. I'm I'm glad to hear that because uh, word word has it you guys have a big football game Saturday night in Annapolis, and uh, the question everyone wants to know is how how's how's the ankle holding up? Uh, it's holding up very well, actually. Uh, I've been going to. Um, chiropractor at a king's chiropractor in urbana and where's the other place oh clarksburg and clarksburg um with uh dr groves and uh he's been helping me out a lot which has been a lot of the uh help to get me healthy what have they been doing um it's like a laser treatment and um i've just been icing it all the time as much as i can so they just shine a laser on on your ankles? Is that uh, is that what they're doing? Or? I don't really know how to explain the technology, but uh, yeah, basically. Oh, what is it designed to do? What is, what is the laser doing? Um, it repairs like broken down tissue and um, just like detects where like the most pain is and and just helps heal it up. Gotcha. Is it is this a issue you've been dealing with for most of the season, or did did it happen in the Frederick uh, win last Friday? Well, just last spring was the first time I sprained my ankle in the uh, in our little short uh, JV football season, and that was the first time I started having ankle problems. But 
Um, did you inherit these from your father? Or, or I, I believe so. You did. It does run in the family, but um, this is the first time I sprained my right ankle, and it did happen in the Frederick game. It, it, oh, it did. Ha- so the mm-hmm. right an- the right ankle was the bigger issue in the in the in the Frederick game. Yes. Uh, what, what what happened? Just a run? You just did it roll over, or uh, what happened? Yeah, somebody it just somebody fell on it, um, and just twisted it not the right way. <laughs> what was the pain like? Uh. It was the same as when I heard it with my left ankle, um, just like sharp stabbing pain for like a couple plays, and then it starts to go away. But then the more you like do on it, it just doesn't get any better. So it happened, and obviously you don't want to come out of a state semifinal game, and and you tried to give it a go, and then it just it you, did you re did you hurt well, it worse, or it was just too much pain to deal with? It, um, I hurt it worse, so I just. T- twisted a little funny the first time and it wasn't that big of a deal i went and got it taped up and then was jogging on the sidelines and wasn't causing me any issues and then i went back in and um i it just i got piled up on one play and it really just got messed up all right so there's the physical pain but how much did it hurt to have to come out of that game oh uh, that that was the, that was more pain than the physical pain uh but it was really nice to see my backup running back Josh Littles uh, go out and perform just as well as I did. Right. So you've been running on a bum left ankle for most of the season then, and then the right ankle just flared up in the Frederick game? Yeah, correct. Yeah, right. I mean, I mean if I would have told you, man, uh, 2,000 yards, 20-plus touchdowns before the season, I mean, you had never played varsity football before. Yeah. What, 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 what would you have said to that? Um, I, I was just in shock as of right now, but – um. I'm just getting started, you know, as a sophomore. So I just plan on keeping to do big things. But it's going to be tough losing our uh, three seniors on the offensive line because they've been doing really good work this season. And, and tell us who those guys are. Uh, Brandon Eckhoff, our left tackle, um, Tyler Willett, the center, and then our transfer from Tuscarora, Jacob Cannon. Yeah, you like you like to run on that uh, that that right side. I do t- I too. Do. Yeah, I mean, and people don't even know you didn't even start the season. You weren't the, you weren't the starting running back no, for, uh, for, for for game one, right? Yeah, I, they had me uh, pulled up originally to play um, linebacker because we were short on guys at linebacker, and I started there for the first game, but they ended up giving me a couple runs at um, running back, and then the next week told me it took me off of defense and uh asked me to play running back for him yeah and when was your first start um game three i believe was it walkersville um, yes it was Walkersville. it was, it was at walkersville so you're running on a grass field too it's not it's not yeah. even your, your your normal turf field what were your nerves like going into that game um they were they were really high everybody's nerves were pretty high because our rivalry our rivalry with uh walkersville has been pretty big with the loss against them last year in the spring season so we were looking forward to uh coming out and beating them that have you surprised yourself with with your success i mean do you allow yourself to sort of reflect on what you've accomplished this Uh, season i have a little bit because that coming obviously coming into the season i was planning on playing linebacker with my uh old friend carter neal who's been doing a great job at uh linebacker with nate angle so I was really just expecting to play most mostly defense. So I'm pretty surprised with what I've 
come up with on offense this year. Yeah, so you never imagined you'd be the county's leading rusher uh, at, at the end of the season when when you guys were starting uh, summer practice and stuff like that. Yeah, no, I had I had no intentions. <laughs> Dad, what do you what do you make of uh, your son's success? Oh well, I mean it's it's all credit to you know him and his work ethic. Uh, you know, coming out of the spring season, we talked about the uh, the potential uh, move up because. Uh, they were shorthanded at linebacker, and um, he had done a pretty he done a really good job with us on the JV team in the spring. And um, you know, some of the things that we're, we're going to have to change was he was going to have to get bigger and stronger. And, uh, and yeah, he as soon as we were done the spring football season, he went into the weight room and he started working out and uh, working out with uh, Josh Plez. Uh, and just kept getting bigger and and, and Josh is a trainer, I, yeah, I, I presume. Yeah, Josh yeah. is right. uh, the trainer that Ethan works out with, and you know, so we came into the the football season, you know, ready to go, and you know, and we both ex- expected him to start on the defense at middle linebacker, and uh, uh, that I, I think the the changeover happened in the Arundel scrimmage. Um, you know, he went in to get a couple carries and. You know, he scored, got to score his first touchdown, and it was kind of shocking to see you know, the difference of running styles. Right. Had, had you played running back before, Ethan? Uh, yeah, I've always I played running back since um, I think it was sixth grade, and then I played running back for the uh, JV team in the spring. So it's not like someone was handing you the ball for the first time, and you're like, "What, what do I do with this thing?" Yeah, yeah you you knew what to do, and, and did did you know what was your knowledge of the running plays? Um. Well, I had been working uh, on a lot of offense and defense at the beginning of the season before our uh, scrimmages and everything. So I, I knew most of the plays for the most part, but I was mainly focused on defense, and it wasn't until after the Arundel scrimmage when I really started focusing on like learning all the plays and everything. Right. So, so when the task is to get bigger and stronger, how, how do you go about that? You go into the weight room and you do what? Um. I, well, Coach Connors always writes up a uh, workout for us for over the summer and during the football season, and uh, I just follow what he coaches us. Is, is it a lot of like – I'm sure a lot of leg training and stuff like that, or is it more upper body work? Uh, during off season, we do a lot of leg work, obviously, but um, once the season starts, we do a little more upper body and only um, – uh, we do a less uh, lower body because obviously legs are tired and you don't want to get worn out before the games. So, were you when you were trying to get bigger and stronger? Were you doing more bench pressing or were you doing more like squatting and and, and leg work? <laughs> uh, well, at first when I started lifting by myself at home, I didn't really know much, so I did do a lot of upper body stuff. But then, um, as we as I went to uh, my trainer. Um, he told me just really focus on legs and getting your legs stronger because that'll help with speed and you don't need nearly as much upper body strength to be fast. But but you were training to be a defensive player. I mean, would you have trained differently had you known you were going to be the running back? Um, probably because I was training for a lot of like strength and obviously I was trying to build size so I, those big linemen that were coming out to block me, I would be able to stand up a little bit. Right. Where does football fall in your priority list? I know what you, I, I, I know it like the football wrestling uh, 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 balance there. I, I know what your dad might say, uh, but but what would you say where, where football falls in the pecking order? 
Uh, I would definitely put football at the top. Really, Dad? Is that an is that an acceptable answer, Dan? Uh, it is, and uh, actually, we've talked about it since he was. Uh, I don't know, ten years old, and he said, you know, begged me that he wanted to play football, wanted to play football, and uh, and I said, well, that's, we can we can play football, but but he's supposed know. to be your state champion, right? No, actually, when we had, we had that discussion uh, going into the spring season this year of um, with wrestling and um, knowing that his main goal was to focus on football and he wants to play football in college and that wrestling is just the avenue of keeping us in shape and making us a better football player. Okay, so football, so football is priority number one. So, um, I, I've gained an appreciation for you, uh, Ethan, because I watched you against Walkersville, and you were, you, I think you were seven or eight yards down the field before anyone even a defender even like got close to you. And your offensive line is amazing, obviously. And I'm like, man, uh, I, I wonder how good Ethan is because he's not even touched before he's seven yards down the field. But it isn't just your offensive line. It, 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 it's your vision. It's your strength. It's, it's, it's knowing the running scheme. It's being able to stay with your blocks and, and know where your blocks are going to come. How did, how did you learn all, all of that stuff? Um, really just repetition um, from starting when I was younger. Just seeing so many different like looks at defenses and um, having different linemen growing up. Uh, you just get a feel the more and more you do it of like where you're supposed to go and obviously following your linemen you it's just like a feel thing right I mean you're you're a smaller guy uh, like, like me I mean from one small guy to another uh, does, does that make life harder as a running back being being as small as you are uh, I haven't found it to be too much of an issue. Did, or, but, did, uh, did, or does that help? I mean, because defenders maybe can't see you as well behind your big linemen. <laughs> people people have told me that in some some defenses uh, can't really see me under my six foot lineman, but um, I, I think it has a it has its disadvantages and its advantages. Well, what are the advantages? Um, like you said, some some people can't see me sometimes, but um, also having a lower pad level helps because defenders obviously want to hit you lower in your legs and uh it makes it a little more difficult the smaller you are right did you want to eventually be the running back at Ligonor even though they had you playing defense here as a sophomore did, were you hoping to eventually work your way into that role I did I did I knew um coming into the season I, I wasn't expecting to play running back with the uh two senior running backs that were there but um as the season just went on, everybody found their role, and um, I guess it just played out. Right. Yeah. People say smaller running backs they get they get hurt more often. I mean, and, and they can't take as much uh, physical pounding. How, how have you How have you dealt with it? Because in some games you're carrying the ball uh, forty plus times. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, obviously I've been doing all right with it, but um, Coach Dixon, our offensive coordinator, keeps me in check and uh, makes sure I'm not. Um, doing too much during our weeks at practices and uh, making sure my legs are fresh so I am able to uh, put in that work during the uh, during the games how do you generally feel after a game um usually right after the game I'm pretty pumped up obviously adrenaline's still going so I'm not feeling like too tired but then um about like half an hour after it hits me and my legs get tired my body gets tired 
and then I just want to go to sleep. Right. H- having that wrestling background, does that help? Because you have to be tough to be a running back, especially uh, a small running back. It, it I mean, does. It does. Yeah. It and definitely it, plays its role. Right. And, and were your sisters, were they, were they, were they beating you up uh, <laughs> growing up? Uh, they, they, they have been pretty tough on me. They, they still are a little little bit of a problem but um <laughs> right I, I mean i mean dad you were going to instill some tough toughness in ethan i would have to imagine uh, uh, over the years <laughs> uh some of it but yeah his uh, his two older sisters did a pretty good job making sure that uh he stayed stayed uh, humble yeah uh, how would they, how would they do that <laughs> uh, they just reminded him that he was he was still their little brother uh and if it took both of them sometimes instead of just one of them you know it was all fair were, were there some takedowns in the living room and the, stuff like that? So. Takedowns, some cheap shots, you know. Uh oh, and and plus you too. I mean, uh, 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 you weren't you weren't you weren't you weren't gonna you weren't gonna let him uh, get away with anything. No, so. and uh, no, we've. Uh, I guess Ethan started wrestling when he was three when he first had his novice tournament um, up in North Hagerstown, and then uh, he's been on the mat. On and off the mat ever since then, but he was always a lot smaller. So I don't know what's going to happen this year in the wrestling room. We'll have to see. Oh, when 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 did football become a priority? Uh, I think it was around fourth grade I, when I first started, but it didn't really become my top priority until probably closer to like seventh or eighth grade when I really started to find my love for the sport. Yeah, and what 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 sparked the love? Um, I guess. Our our team was was really good, and we we were winning a lot. Uh, we won two Super Bowls when I was in. We won one in sixth grade and one in eighth grade. And, and you and you were the running back, or I was, I yeah. was, and those were both really really fun seasons. Which just and the bonds I made with all my friends on those teams really just made me love the sport. Uh, c- correct him, Dad. What did he say wrong? Or? Seventh and eighth. Seventh and eighth. Okay. We lost in the semifinals when they were in sixth grade. Yeah. Oh, Given the your dad's uh, athletic background and he's a, he's a wrestling coach, did you feel pressured uh, to stay with wrestling? Um, no, not really. I, I obviously I've been doing it since I was three or four years old, so it's just been a part of me since then. And uh, I, I know it plays a good part in my football life, so. I don't see why I wouldn't keep doing it. Yeah, because I I know a lot of wrestling coaches who have sons. I mean, they're they're of course the gold, they're the next state champs. Did you ever feel that pressure to to to, to live up to any wrestling standards? Uh, no, no, I never did. But um, he he understands it as well, which is which is nice that he doesn't pressure me too much because uh, obviously he knows I prioritize football and. I still focus on football while I'm in the wrestling room. Right, and in the football fork in the road wasn't wasn't a uh, a killer for you, Dad. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, and actually, it it didn't surprise me. He was, I you know, he was always uh, more equipped and a better uh, football player than he was a wrestler. The uh, but the competitive nature that wrestling puts inside, uh, you know, the the competitive. It's the competitive side of wrestlers that comes out on the football field, I really believe, is what has driven him to do the things that he's done, and that that was my goal as a wrestling coach and a dad to Ethan. Yeah, I mean, football and wrestling they sort of go hand in hand as sports, right? They do, they do, and like I said, I, you know, earlier, I mean, I got, there's 12 guys that are still on the football team that have to come out and uh, to, uh, to the wrestling program um, when they get done winning the state t- championship on Saturday. So, 
Right. Uh, tell us about uh, Northern, uh, Ethan, uh, the team you're going to play Saturday in Annapolis. Uh, what, what have you seen uh, uh, on them on, on tape and just what, what sort of game are you expecting? Um, something we haven't really seen at all for the most part this year. They run a lot of uh, a very different offense and any teams that we've seen this year. Um, it's like a spread offense, right? Yeah, they they like to throw the ball. Um, not very, like, not big plays, though. Um, they like throwing short passes and obviously so they're, they're, the they're, they're a move-the-chains type team. You yeah, just get they, for they, first they, down after first down. And correct. They have a very fast pace when they're on offense. Right. Now, do you miss playing defense, or are you, are you happy uh, not being in there on that side of the ball? Uh, I do. I do miss defense. I like I like making tackles and you do. You do. I, I was going to ask: Is it better to make a tackle or or deliver a hit uh, on on one of your runs? <laughs> uh, I like delivering a hit a little more on a run, but also making tackles is is really fun. Right. Uh, I mean, you were never not going to play in this game, right? <laughs> um. No. I 100 percent plan on playing in this game. Right. I mean, they they, they could they they could put industrial tape on your ankle uh, (laughs) to get you out there right what do you think it'll be like on saturday playing playing in the big stadium and and just with a lot on the line and just the game that kids dream about playing um i think it's going to be very very nerve-wracking and but uh also very exciting and like just uh once on well hopefully not just once but uh a very um special experience that not many people get to do so i'm really excited for it how will you keep the nerves in check um i don't know if i will but uh usually after like one or two runs they start to go away i start i stop thinking about all the crowd and all the people watching because i do believe there will be quite the crowd there um but it it should be fun do you get more nervous for football than you do for wrestling because in wrestling you're at, you're out there one-on-one and you uh, sometimes a, you're under a spotlight and stuff like that and it's <laughs> there's no there's no teammates in wrestling uh, yeah. where, where your teammates could help you out in football um probably still football i mean wrestling yeah it depends on the match to be honest like uh if it like in a tournament or something like a two round or two and you're done type of tournament then the nerves are high, but um, in dual meets, some you you know you have your teammates to either pin somebody or something, but you're only out there by yourself, so it is a little nerve wracking. Right? Are the nerves always the same? Do they do they lessen over the course of the season, or do you always feel the same amount of nerve going into a game? Um, I think they've kind of risen throughout the season. Ris- ri- risen throughout the season, it, it, even as you've had a lot of success. Yeah, because. Oh. I, I don't know. Is, is it just the expectations? Yeah, uh, it just the better you do, the more people expect. Kind of. That's that's what I think. Yeah. Did you play football, Ben? I, I did. Um, yeah, I played football at Lincoln High School, and um, my I won a state title in my sophomore year um, with uh, John behind John Seymour, um, who was a year older than me at tail at our start at our tailback, and then we lost in the state finals my my junior year. Yeah. Well, how, how, what makes a good running back? I mean, what do you have to be to be a good running back? Uh, I mean, you know, it, vision is one of the biggest keys to it um, just because the line's not ever going to block the same. I mean, they draw it up on a piece of paper and say, okay, well, this, in a perfect world, this is how it's going to happen. 
Um, and one of the, the best things that uh, Coach Dixon and the offensive coaches have done with the, their line is they do a lot more zone blocking to where all right, the, the idea is to get to this point in blocking. But like uh, when I was in high school, everything was, you know, holes one through five were left and one through uh, two through eight were on the right. We don't, you know, they don't have any of that stuff. It's basically, all right, we're going to zone block it to the right. We're going to zone block it to the left. Um, and then Ethan has to find wherever the hole happens to be because, it, you know, the defense can line up in the forefront. They can line up in the five front. Uh, like this weekend, we're going to see a lot of the Patriot look well and putting as many people in the box. Right. But you have to be willing to stick your nose in there, too. And, and that's sort of where wrestling might help Ethan because in, as a wrestler, there's no room for – being timid i mean you, you got to get out there and go after it yeah yeah i mean you, you know it's the same concept it seems right and, and you know and that's kind of why i've always pushed him to you know be on the mat and take care of himself and making sure that if he's going to play football he's he's obviously not going to be very huge you know we're not giant people no we're not uh, so you know you got to be able to protect yourself and be able to t- handle all that the impacts and making sure that you know in those quick decisions between tackles that uh, you know you're moving laterally as well as vertically the temptation for a lot of young runners Ethan is to if it's not there if the hole's not right there in the middle it's to it's to bounce it outside but but coach Connor has said that and coach Dixon they've said they've stressed with you stay inside trust that the lane is going to develop inside I mean how hard is it to resist that temptation not just to bounce every run to the outside if it's not there right away um it, it is quite hard but um Obviously, as I've gotten more and more experience with my offensive line, I've started to notice it that if I do stay in it, it will open up. And the other problem with bouncing it outside is holding penalties because he teaches our offensive line to, you know, not let the guys, like, get around you or anything. So when I bounce outside, they're not expecting it, and then that's how you pick up a – dumb holding penalty right i mean yeah your, your, your guards uh, you guys do a lot of pulling and stuff like that just just what 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 makes that line really 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 go um i think it's just their physical like drive and competitivity or competitiveness that yeah. just um really pushes them to just beat the guy that they have to beat in front of them and they just don't like to lose, right? And they're, they're really smart guys too. Most most of them are on the they honor are. roll and have uh, re- really high GPAs. These aren't mm-hmm. just the uh, sheepish uh, line, linemen that, 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 that don't know what they're talking about. Uh, it, it's a really smart group, and that helps too because they know where that where they have to be on the field, right? Yeah, exactly. That that does play a big role, and um, obviously being able to listen and. Being able to be coached is another huge part of it, and all of them just take information in very well and then show it on the field. Everyone says you're very coachable too. Is that because you're the son of, of, of a coach? Um, you're, you're used to it to some I, degree? I, I am used to it, and uh, Coach Connors has also helped me out a lot with that and uh, given me pointers on, like, if you hear, like, don't talk back or anything, just take it in one ear and – just take it in your head. Don't say anything back, and just uh, just whatever they say is always going to be right. So, is that is that true of a coach? Coach, 
Um, yeah, I mean, it, you know, there's always going to be somebody say something, um, you know, it, to whether it's, oh, well, you're too little to be a running back, well, you're not strong enough to be a running back, there are, you know, there's always going to be those pe- those people that doubt and say things that they shouldn't say. And, you know, you, for me, it's always been about, you know, myself. You know, whatever I believe in myself, if I worked hard enough to be here, then we should be here. And that's kind of what I've always told him, you know, is that if Ethan, you know, want, you want to be special and you want to be different, you're going to have to work really hard to be there. Is it hard to bite your tongue, Ethan, sometimes just because not all – uh, athletes, especially at a young age like you, see what the coach is saying. I mean, they they think one way, and the coach is saying something different, and they're, and they're like, "Hey, what's the coach talking about here?" Or coach doesn't know what he's talking about. Is it is it hard to bite your tongue with that stuff sometimes? Or um, very very few times it is. Like if I maybe miss a hole, or I think it was somewhere else, and you know they tell me otherwise, but. Because because sometimes you think you're right and not the coach, uh, yeah, right? <laughs> correct. But uh, you know, just, you gotta listen to him and then uh, just do better next time. Do you, do you have those moments where you say, "Oh yeah, co- coach was right about that uh, after all"? Uh, yeah, I have, and it's kind of a shame, but uh, yeah. you gotta accept it sometimes. Those are the best moments, right? 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 Ben, when 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 a kid when the light sort of goes on right, for a kid, yeah, when the lights come on and they get to see that, you know, and uh, everybody, you know. Everybody talks about how smart the line is. Just, you know, the two guys that stand behind him when Timmy and Ethan, neither one of them uh, had to be this year. They were both had straight-A students, so. Sure. Yeah, but, well, it, it, it's a smart group, so. <clears throat> what would it mean, Ethan, uh, to, to be hoisting the trophy on Saturday? Uh, it, it would mean everything, um, especially for all my senior friends that have that have gotten really close with this year. Uh, gonna miss them a lot when they go away next year. So it would mean a ton just to help them get that trophy for since they haven't got one. Has, has life changed dramatically for you since you've become this uh, high-profile running back? Um, I, I've tried to not let it change too much, but um, obviously some people do come up to me and congratulate me. But uh, I just try to stay humble and not think of it too much right his success changed your son at all ben no um i don't believe so you know like i said his his two older sisters remind him often and humble him <laughs> as much as possible um you know and, and it's it and it's it's always still about the team you know and it, he does his part as as you know as the team goes right i mean you're the wrestling coach but you're obviously very involved with the football program i mean to the, to this day i mean what what would it mean well i mean what makes this group of football player special and what would it mean to you to see him hoist the trophy um i'll be honest greg so for me it goes way back uh you know years ago when ethan was in sixth grade this group of kids were um in eighth grade and i watched them play um and had a really successful season and we all thought they were going to be uh the first super bowl champions in uh the the youth league program and they lost um and it was heart-wrenching um and i was there as a coach and a dad then with the watching those kids go through that emotion and uh i think you know to see them be able to finish their high school careers um and some for some of them their football careers with that win saturday would really really mean the world to most of them you, you need the setback sometimes don't you like, like they're good life lessons right they are, they are they they really are and you know and i think some of those kids came into this season you know they went through the whole covid year and got to watch the seniors last year lose out um, 
on that year, and then you know they got to come into this season and go, you know, I don't want to take anything for granted. Um, I want to be able to you know be out there every day working hard and being ready to go, and uh, and I think they have. You know, I've had the pleasure of going down and watching most of the practices and and uh, seeing what happens, and the kids really have stepped it up and all of really focused on what needs to happen to be winning the super or state championship on Saturday. This was allegedly a rebuilding year for Lagunor football, wasn't it? With only one starter back on defense, uh, I think three maybe starters on offense. Yeah, that, that's what uh, that's what the rumor had said. But uh, I, I've known Coach Connors a long, long time, and uh, he actually was one of the guys that you know when I first started coaching wrestling that I watched you know over at Urbana when uh, when the Urbana High School opened. He was over there with uh, coaching football and getting getting those kids. To where they were, went in after you know year after year, uh, and it kind of put me in the mindset when I started coaching that you, you don't really have a rebuilding year if you're a really good coach. You just have a, a reloading year. You just have to make sure you put kids in the right place to be successful. And and that's what you've done. Were you hearing that? Or were you guys hearing that, Ethan? It's a rebuilding year for Lincoln football. Um, I I actually did not hear uh, too much about that, but um, I, I don't really think it was too much of a rebuilding year kind of no i mean i, I i'd say uh, unbeaten in, in in the state final but, but i guess my question is how much outside noise i mean we write about you guys we talk about you guys uh, um how much outside noise do you guys typically pay attention to uh not really much of it we we try to block all of it out and just focus on the the game and what's ahead instead of uh, focus on everything outside of the game. It's easier said than done, though, because if someone's writing and talking about it, you, want, you obviously want to know what they, they say, right? <laughs> it, yeah, it, it is It is difficult, but um, our coaches also help us out with that and letting us know not to, not to worry about what other people are saying about us and just go out and perform the way we do. Right. Enough about all this football stuff. How's, how's the wrestling team looking at uh, Lincoln R? Um, well, uh we're, I think we're looking pretty good. Um, you know, when uh, we went in the certifications, uh, the you know, with the numbers being, at, uh, I think 36 is the total number. You know, once I have all the football players back, um, we have, you know, m most weight classes we have at least two kids, um, and then some weight classes we got five kids. Um, so I, you know, I'm gonna have the ability to move the lineup around and, and play the yeah you know, cat and mouse game with most teams. How many starters are back? Oh, from the spring season, um, well, it was tough to tell anything in the spring. Yeah, right? uh, so well, your 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 two week your two did, did that benefit you guys at all? The two weeks? Um, it did, and it, you know, it's for some of the kids, it just gave them the ability to get out and do something. Um, you know, I wish it could have been better, uh, but you know, like we just kind of made the best of what it was, uh, and but for most of those kids, they're all coming back. I mean, the only I only lost two seniors. Um, last year, uh, we have, I think, five seniors on the team this year. Uh, so <clears throat> we're going to, you know, we, we have a, a ton of sophomores and juniors. Uh, and then uh, my freshman class this year and next year, uh, the eighth grade group are both have a fair amount of kids that are going to be coming in the Linganore. So we're slowly getting the, the program in the right track. Well, where's the strength of the lineup in wrestling? Um, so well, we're we'll start off with uh, Garrett Dickinson at 32. Um, will probably be the strongest part of the lineup, and all the way up to 
Ethan would be um, 54 and 60. Is, is, is Frankie, uh, his brother, uh, Gareth's brother, still he, on the program? No, he graduated. Uh, he, 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 he graduated. Had four okay. matches in the spring, um, him and Scott Hummel. Okay. Um, were the two uh, seniors that I lost that I have to replace this year. Where will Chase uh, wrestle? Uh, one nine, uh, nine, one ninety five to two twenty. Right. Ch- Chase struck me as always being a wrestling first guy. Ethan's a football first guy. Chase struck me as being a wrestling first guy. But now with the re- with the football season he's had on on defense, maybe maybe that's <laughs> changing now too. Um, and I, and I believe so. You know, with his with the uh, path his older brother set uh, in front of him, you know, they just kind of lean towards the wrestling side of everything. Because that's you know all David did was wrestle, um, but I, I believe that Chase made his own path and and wanted to and um, and this year especially um, found a greater love for the f- football and you know uh, decided that he was going to be a leader and and really stand out and work hard and it, that's been really great to see. How would you advise the standout football wrestler who's sort of on on the fence? I mean, uh, football maybe there's more opportunity uh, um, um, a- after school ends than wrestling? A lot more opportunity, um, definitely, with football than it is wrestling. Uh, and the other side of it more is a commitment. Um, I mean, I, don't get me wrong, football at the next level is a huge commitment for a lot of kids. Um, but wrestling at the college level is, is a completely life-altering. Um, I mean, because you don't get to do it for three months like you do in high school. You know, you, you do it basically 10 months a year uh and, and you're talking like cutting making sure your weight's on point and all that not right. being able to eat anything anything you want and stuff like that yeah so. and you know so the kids that i've coached that you know that that have gone on to college that wanted to be at the wrestle at college at that next level had the true dedication um and they wrestled all year long all through high school it wasn't a three-month deal for them um and garrett garrett is probably that kid you know garrett's been wrestling and working really hard um, since, you know, we were on the mat last with a, a full season, um, and coming into this year, you know, is hoping to be, be, you know, be a state champion. That's what his ultimate goal is. Right. How, how much is potential and see, I mean, obviously you have to have the determination and, and, and it's, it's what you want to do, but how much does this potential and sort of your ceiling sort of factor into, into that advice or decision? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, that's. So I, you know, I've had kids that were state champions that they went on to wrestle at college, and I've had kids that weren't state champions that were, you know, that just in their heart they wanted to be a wrestler at college, so they went and worked out. And uh, Tyler McCosey is my you know, greatest example of it. He was never a state champion. Um, he was a state placer, and he went down to uh, UNC Pembroke and c- competed down there and wrestled down there at the Division Two level uh, for three years. Uh, as a starter and and did great things and you know he's still there now helping out with the program um i was actually blessed to see him over over thanksgiving and it was really nice to see him right yeah i mean how you keep in touch with a lot of all, all your former wrestlers right? i, I do as best, uh, you, as best you can yeah I, I do i try to keep up with all of them you know make sure that you know they all call me and remind me how old i am now because some of them have uh four or five year olds so it uh <laughs> it it uh it's a strange feeling when they call me and now you have assistant coaches that are that are head coaches, uh, uh, for former wrestlers that are that that have taking um, coaching jobs. So I, that, that's got to be really satisfying to see that. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, you know, I get to see those guys come back, and you know, basically, th- some, a little piece of me is you know, with them when they're coaching or when they're even when they're just raising their kids. 
Um, Trey Curry, who was one of my very first wrestlers uh, at Urbana High School. Um, Trey was a fresh or sophomore when I got there. Um, he came out and um, was there for the uh, Oakdale game, playoff game, um, and, and to support Ethan with his two little kids and his wife, um, just because he remembered Ethan when he was a baby, um, and because uh, Trey was there when Ethan was born. So you know those kind of things. They're just those are memories for me that are you know they're priceless. Yeah, and you reminded me uh, as we walked in here that when you were at Urbana, Urbana football was going to the state semifinals and finals and winning state titles. So I'm starting to think like you're the best thing going and going for the football programs at these schools. Well, I don't know about that. They've you know the football coaches there have done a really really good job. I just try to play my part and. Get, you know, make the football players better and makes the wrestling program better. We we can't fix this problem, right? It's just the the nature of the beast. I mean, we can't put more gap between the end of the fall season or the or the winter, or or, or can we? <laughs> no, I don't believe so. I mean, you know, it ultimately comes back to you. I mean, football football is a uh, super successful sport uh, in the state of Maryland, uh, financially and even rewarding for the kids. Uh, the numbers of kids that are on each team show it. I mean, you know, we're going to have the potential to have 60, I think, four kids win a state championship on Saturday. Uh, you know, that's you know that's twice as many the, if I win a state championship in March uh, for the um, wrestling program. Right. Uh, I mean, in, in Frederick County football, too. I mean, it's, it's some of the best uh, um, football in the state, obviously. It has been for a long time. Can you talk about how Frederick County wrestling is is, is grown over the last – 10 to 15 years too absolutely and i mean this year I, I some of the numbers coming out of uh we all had certifications on monday and tuesday this week uh i mean some most of the teams are all way over 20 um i think i there's four teams that are that have 30 plus kids on them you know and that's 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 awesome uh that's awesome to see it, it grow and it just creates more competition throughout frederick county just like football right uh, how long will it take these football these football guys to get into the swing of wrestling season? Most of them, it, it you know, a week or two to get back into the full you know full side of things. I mean, they've all been out in the cold. They've been competing. They've been running. You know, it's not like they've been sitting on the couch eating bonbons, doing nothing, waiting oh, sure, for right. wrestling season to come around. So, you know, they uh, they have that ability to come in, make the transformation. Most of them are really happy to be out of the cold. Yeah, as, as as am I. Although I am in press boxes most of the time, not all of them are heated, but but still, <laughs> we're, we're not on the sidelines like you guys uh, necessarily. So so I guess you just have to gauge, and every everyone comes along at their own pace, right? right? Yeah, I mean, and they will. And uh, you know, like I said, dump dump the with our first match being on Wednesday. Some of the more experienced kids that have wrestled for a long time. Um, are going to probably step in and, and wrestle against Frederick. Uh, and I ha we go down to the Parkville tournament on Saturday, Friday and Saturday. Um, and I, I'm going to take mostly just the younger guys down and let them compete, uh, leave most of the football players behind, let them get caught up in, you know, two more practices under their belts and uh, ready to go for Manchester Valley uh, next week. So Garrett and Chase, they're they're looking to get in the top of the podium in 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 March. They 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 are they they really are. Um, I'll be honest, Greg. The, the the big thing in the room at the moment, um, which makes me happy, happiest is all the kids are talking about uh, the state dual meet championship in February. Uh, they really want to you know 
go down to uh, North Point and win a state title. Yeah, you guys were the the runner up in uh, two thousand sixteen. Was it fifteen? No, it was seventeen. Seventeen. Okay. No, no, nineteen. Nineteen. Nine, nineteen. Was it nineteen? Nineteen. It's been that long. I mean, it seems like it was longer ago than that. Just a, just a couple of years, and and, and you won it. You wanted it, uh, Urbana. I did. Oh, I wanted at Urbana, um, and then uh, I wanted at won the uh, state title. Well, I won two state titles at Urbana. One was the dual meet championship, and then one right. was the state title at the uh, Cole Fieldhouse. Are, are you bummed? Why, why aren't we keeping score at, at the state individual tournament well, anymore? I'll be honest. I'm not really bummed about it because now I'm the only coach in Frederick County that can ever do it. Ah, true. <laughs> um, so I'll get to walk away regardless with that feather in my hat. But uh, I, I just – when they took the points away, I wish they would have just said we're going to have one state champion then. You know, our state's really not that big to where we have to have – you have a private school state champion, and now you have a 1A, 2A state champ, and a 3A, 4A state champ. If they're not going to keep points, then, then let the kids compete because it really doesn't matter whether your school has 1,000 kids or 3,000 kids. It's about that individual being that good. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's sort of like football. Do we need six classifications <laughs> uh, in, in football? Um, yeah, I mean, so, so you would sort of favor just the, if we're not going to keep score, just throw everyone, just throw the, all the, these kids have to qualify. It's one big tournament regardless of classification, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, well, once you get to that point, yeah, they'll let, let the kids compete. And then, you know, that because that, that kid that wins a state championship may really want to go to a big-time school, you know, like Iowa or Ohio State. And, you know, if he gets the call and say, hey, I am the guy in the state of Maryland, it's a lot easier than I was one of three state champions. Right. You looking forward to wrestling season, Ethan? Um, I am. I am. We got a we got a really good team this year, and uh, everybody knows each other really well. So um, I'm looking really forward to it, and uh, how much success we should have this year. The the training for wrestling is worse than football, right? Um, yeah. Uh, wrestling wrestling shape is just uh, something really hard to get into, and. Uh, the work we do in the wrestling room with conditioning and everything and all the all the live wrestling i mean just being out on the mat for six minutes going head to head with somebody else is just something really difficult to do right and then will you have to cut weight or will you be able to wrestle up or just will, where, where where will ethan fall on the lineup uh, dad <laughs> do we well, know, so do, do we know yet or you said 54 yeah so the, the, the final goal is to be at 54 i mean we're going to start out at 160 and see how how he progresses, you know, like he said, the one thing that I know that it holds true for all of them is as they get in shape, their uh, their winter weight comes off. Yeah, right. But but then we have the holidays and every and everyone's cooking good food at the holidays, and you want to have some sweets and stuff like that. I imagine it hasn't been that way in the artisan house. The whole, oh uh, no, we have we have our sweets. And, but boy, you got you guys eat whatever you want during the holidays, like everyone else, or are you, 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 you yeah, they, be, they, be being careful. No, for the most part, they eat whatever they want. Um, I mean, you know, it's, so it, if Ethan goes down to one fifty four, it, it's uh, seven pounds from where he's at right now. Okay. Um, so, and some of that, you know, he may have to stop eating Chipotle four times a week, you know, and cut it back to once. Roy, Roy Rogers. Roy Rogers is another <laughs> one. Um, <laughs> but as I say, you know those kind of things. You know, and I always just because of, because of Linganore is a football-driven team or school rather, and I, and I know that the football players that are on my team, 
you know, one of the big things we incorporated is that, you know, we're going to lift every day this year. Um, and that helped cut some of the football players that were on the fence of whether, whether they were going to wrestle or not. Um, so we're going to do that to the kids continue to be stronger. And I don't ever, you know, I don't ever condone any of the, a lot of the kids to cut weight. It's just not worth it. Um, the regulations that they, that the kids have to meet is, you know, it, it doesn't work for it's them. Not, it's not, it's not a healthy thing. And it's not really healthy. I mean, for, freshmen and sophomores that are growing and trying to figure out how, how how mature they're going to be it's really hard kids that are seniors it tends to be a lot lot easier for them to you know because they they're, they're way more mature they're as big as they're going to be uh and that you know they have they have the mindset that can handle it how hard is it to cut that last pound <laughs> usually is that is the hardest one um you know and that and that's the other reason why we try not to do it as much as you know as most people, it's, it's, I try to judge the kids on, all right, well, when I, you're in shape, your body, your body fat's going to be somewhere between seven and 10, and it's going to put you right around this weight. And, you know, and I, and I think Ethan's walking around weight is going to end up probably being like 155. So, you know, you're talking about that. So he might have to skip breakfast the day we have matches. Right. And, and or run more. And you have to watch your water uh, intake too, right? Because the water puts on the pounds, right? Is water does put on a lot of weight, but you know the water is also the easiest thing to take off. So you know, I I tell the kids all the time: the more water that they they you know they they keep in their system, you know, if they, if they have to go for a bike ride before matches or something, you know, it it it's in there to be able to you know to sweat. So you so they you're telling them to hydrate. Oh yeah, right. It's not like don't you're not saying don't drink water because you'll you'll weigh too much. You're right. saying drink water and then we'll find another way to get the water that, yep, weight off. Another way, another way to get the weight off. Right. So hard. Nothing. Nothing replaces hard work. Right. Exactly. Well, it should be a fun week, guys. So look forward to uh, to Saturday's game. Uh, Ethan, best of luck, and then look forward to the start of the wrestling season next week. Uh, Frederick on Wednesday. Frederick you said. on Wednesday, and then uh, we the weekend you have something. Too, yeah, or? we're at Parkville. Uh, Par- Parkville, that's, that's right. You said that. So, um, so look forward to uh, the uh, all these uh, exciting uh, games and uh, matches coming up. Thanks for coming in, uh, Ethan Arneson, uh, star running back for Ligonier High School, and his father Ben, uh, the wrestling coach and the junior varsity football coach. Guys, all, always a pleasure to have you on. So, thank you, Greg. All right, uh, thanks to all of you for listening, and we'll uh, be back next week uh, talking about uh, the state championship game uh, Ligonard is playing against Northern Calvert on Saturday, as well as the start of the winter season. Uh, so thanks for tuning in. My thanks to, uh, to Graham Collin for producing, and we'll see you back here next week on the Final Score Podcast. <laughs>